Join us online, offline, and on your mobile at God's Grace Eston Global Commission GJC as we study and rightly divide the word of truth with accuracy and precision. GJC, Grace will speak for you. Hallelujah. Say Happy New Month once again to somebody around you this morning. Say welcome to the month of June. The month of divine arrangement. The month of divine arrangement. Praise the Lord. Before we go into our message this morning, I want to believe many of us are abreast with what is happening around us. We said God is going to start arranging our lives in this month of June. And for those of you that saw the picture of that uh, team for the month, you can see a hand arranging things. And you can see the logo of God's grace there among the things that will be arranged. And you can also see the flag of Nigeria there among the things that will be arranged between the sixth month and the ninth month of this year, there is going to be divine arrangement. Many of you may not believe it yet, but when it begins to manifest, you will see it with your eyes. That message from six to nine came at the end of the month of May to prepare us ahead of the month of June. Between the sixth month and the ninth month of this year, there will be a lot of darkness. Remember, from the sixth hour to the ninth hour, there was darkness. But after the ninth hour, light came back. From six to nine, a lot of challenges. A lot of things will happen that will shake even this nation, Nigeria, to its roots. But at the end of the day, we will come out victorious. You and me and our family and our loved ones will come out on the other side victorious. You know why? Because we are not passing through with others from six to nine. Even though we are seeing six, even though they are seeing six, even though we are at six, we are positioned at the place where we see a nine. Tell your neighbor congratulations. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. So divine arrangement is happening. It's happening. It will happen. All the threats you are seeing, they say they should begin to arrest people that are using Twitter. This, that. You shouldn't be surprised because I told you from last year that this year our government will threaten us. <laughs> These were part of the prophecies from last year, November, which was documented in December last year. So, it shouldn't surprise us. God has always prepared us ahead of time. Praise the name of the Lord. Like I said before, there will be no war in Nigeria. The Lord has assured us, but there will be casualty. High profile casualties. And it will come in quick, quick succession. I've said it. This is about my third time or fourth time. And I didn't start saying it today. 
I started saying these things from March as the Lord revealed to me. I am praying for you. I am praying for your families. I am praying for your loved ones. Even those of you watching us online, if your amen can roar like thunder, you will not be a casualty. Your children will not be casualties. Your loved ones will not be casualties. In the name of Jesus Christ, we will move from six to nine. We will stand at the place of nine. The Bible says, with our eyes we shall see, but it will not come near us. The divine immunity of God in our lives shall be made manifest in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. So shall it be. So shall it be. So shall it be. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. The God of divine arrangement. This is our month of divine arrangement. The topic of my message is Jehovah Arak. Jehovah Arak. What is the meaning of Jehovah Arak? You know, Jehovah is God. Arak means to arrange. Arach, arak, arrange. Or put in order. To arrange or put in what? Order. So when we say Jehovah Arak, we are saying the God of divine arrangement. The God that we put things in order. The God of divine arrangement is Jehovah Arak. Tell your neighbor, Jehovah Arak. We step into your life. I can't hear your, your voice. Say, Jehovah Arak. We step into your life. Jehovah Arak. We step into your finances. Jehovah Arak, we take over God's grace to Global Commission. Jehovah Arak, we take over Nigeria in the mighty name of Jesus. The God of divine arrangement. That's the meaning of Jehovah Arak. Our text is from Psalm 37. Psalm chapter 37. Let us read from verse 23 to 24. Psalm 37, verse 23 to 24. Are you there? Psalm 37, 23 to 24. The Bible says, The steps of a good man, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. What did I say? The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Another version says, the steps of a good man are arranged by the Lord. 
and he delights in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down. For the Lord upholds him with his hand. The steps of a good man are ordered, are arranged by the Lord. Jehovah Arak, the God of divine arrangement, arranges, orders the steps of a good man. I've told you here that I like Pigeon Bible a lot. So I want to read this place for you in Pigeon Bible. This is how the Pigeon Version put it. Psalm 37 from verse 23 to 24, Pigeon Bible. It says, God, they arrange those where they fear them. If they do it, in, if they arrange them. Eh? If they happy with everything where concern their life, if they they happy with everything where concern their life. Now look at this place. It says, even though them shake. Eh? Even though them shake, they no go ever fall, lie, lie. <laughs> Hallelujah. I am prophesying to someone here today. Jehovah Arak, we arrange your life. Even though them shake, they no go ever fall, lie, lie, because God hold them kakaraka with his hand. He hold them waiting. Kakaraka. He arrange them. He put them for order. Arrange them. Kakaraka. Waiting, waiting. Waiting hand. Jehovah Arak. When we say Jehovah Arak, we are calling on the God of divine arrangement. The Bible tells us in this place that we have just read that God arranges the life of those that fear him. God does what? He arranges the life of those that what? fear him. And those that walk according to his statutes. He says, even if they shake, like the preaching Bible talk about, even if they stumble, because he is Jehovah Arak, he will put them back in order. Even though they shake, he will put them back in what? Nigeria is shaking. Is it not shaking? If they shake, I will not they shake. Jehovah Arak will put everything back in a order. When there is divine arrangement, when there is divine arrangement, everything is peaceful. Is somebody listening to me this morning? When there is divine arrangement, everything is what? No noise. When there is divine arrangement, Things will fall into the right place. There will be no scatter scatter. Somebody will not wake up and start talking nonsense 
Another person will not wake up and start saying, no, yeah, I want to separate. I want to this. No. All this is happening because there is no divine arrangement. Once there is divine arrangement, everything will fall in place. There will be peace. There will be calm. I am praying again for someone whose amen can be louder than his neighbor. Jehovah Arak, the God of divine arrangement, will step into your life. Jehovah Arak, the God of divine arrangement, will step into your homes. Jehovah Arak, the God of divine arrangement, will step into your marriages. Jehovah Arak, the God of divine arrangement, will step into your businesses. Jehovah Arak, the God of divine arrangement, will step into the case of Nigeria. What is divine arrangement? If we are saying divine arrangement, divine arrangement, divine arrangement, what do we mean? Divine arrangement is a supernatural intervention into any situation. Is somebody listening to me? A supernatural intervention into any situation which no power can stop. Hello? When there is divine arrangement, no power can stop it. Listen to me, my sister. If God decides to arrange your life, nobody can stop it all. Hmm? If God decides to put your life in order, if Jehovah Arak decides to put your life in order, no one can stop it. That is why I'm encouraging somebody here, before you leave here today, shout and say, Jehovah Arak, put my life in order. It's a very powerful prayer. The word Arak, like I said before, means to arrange. The Hebrew word, to arrange. So when you say Jehovah Arak, you are saying God the arranger. Arrange my life. It's a powerful prayer. When we say divine arrangement, we are saying supernatural intervention into any situation which no power can stop. I am prophesying upon your life, Brother Kinsley. I don't know why my spirit is just pointing to you. If your amen can roar like thunder, Jehovah Arak will step into your life. Every disorganization in your life, Jehovah Arak will step into your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. When he steps in, when there is a divine arrangement, there is supernatural beyond what human mind can think. And when he steps in, no power can stop him. Do you know what divine arrangement is? Divine arrangement is a setup in your favor. Somebody says, set up in my favor. <laughs> uh, 
my dear sister and daughter, Ada, do you know that God can set up in your favor? He can set you up in your favor. Eh? How many of you remember that woman that went to the well to fetch water? How many of you remember that woman? Do you know it was a setup? You don't know? Ah. I am praying for somebody here. If your amen can roar like thunder, may you receive a divine setup. It was a setup, an arranged, divine arrangement by God to put the life of that woman in order. She left her home to fetch water. But somebody was waiting at the edge of the well. Who was sitting at the edge of the well? Jesus Christ. Do you think it's really water Jesus wanted to drink? If Jesus wanted to drink water, he didn't have to go there. All he would have said is, let somebody get me water. There are more than enough people to produce water. He went and sat by the way. He didn't even tell his disciples what he was doing there. I'm telling somebody here this morning, there is going to be a setup in your favor. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Jesus was sitting there and the woman came because Jesus knew that that was the time the woman would normally come and fetch water. And she came. She wanted to fetch. And Jesus said, before you fetch, please fetch water for me to drink. The woman looked at him up and down, looked at him up and down. Say, eh? Oh, so it's because of you that I left my house, Abby. Eh? If you want to drink water, you cannot go and look for Wui. It's me, me now that I've come here that will fetch for you. What relationship has Samaria with you people? Shabi, you say we are Gentiles. Shabi, you say we are useless people. Why are you asking me for water? But instead of Jesus to be angry, because it was a divine arrangement, <laughs> because it was a what? Divine setup. Jesus told him, my sister, you should have asked for who is asking you water so that he can give you the water you will drink and you will never test again. Eh? The woman said, what are you talking about? He said, are you not the one that have four husbands? Eh? The woman shocked. By the time Jesus finished with the woman, she became an evangelist in the whole of Samaria. The Bible says she went back home and she was evangelizing to people. Say, come and see, oh, I met Jesus today. Jesus needed an evangelist in Samaria. And he knew that Samaritans are not welcomed. I mean, sorry, the Jews are not welcome in Samaria. He knew. So he needed a Samaritan to do the work. And he arranged that appointment. I am praying for somebody here this morning from the bottom of my heart. If your amen can be louder than your neighbor, this month, there's going to be a divine arrangement in your favor. I said there's going to be a divine setup in your favor. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Divine arrangement is supernatural intervention that no man can stop. It is a spiritual setup in your favor. When God is the one arranging your life, you are in the best hands. The best man, to, the best 
one to arrange your life is God. The arrangement of God is so sweet. The arrangement of God is so smooth. It's like we are dreaming. How many of you have ever had sweet dream before? Very good dream. Eh? Very sweet dream. That when they wake you up like this, you will be angry. Ah, oh Lord. Why did they wake me from this? You know, you are really enjoying that dream. Eh? I remember before I bought a car, I dreamt one day that I was in a big car and driver was driving me. That dream is still going to come to pass. In the mighty. And the driver was driving me. AC was blowing me. I was enjoying myself. And the music was playing. Oh, I said, oh my goodness. Is this how life is in that dream? And then all of a sudden, I heard my friend shouting, Femi, Femi, Femi. From far, I woke up and said, ah, why are you shouting like that? He said, oh yeah, come, come. You're not going to get up. Get up, oh. Let's go to class. Ah. I said, Jesus Christ, this boy has this dream I was enjoying. He took it away from me. When God arranged your life, it will be like a dream. Let me show you where it is in the Bible. Psalm 126. I'm reading from verse 1 to 2. Psalm 126. From verse 1 to 2. Where we read, when we started the service today. The Bible says, when the Lord brought back the captivity of Zion. <laughs> we were like those who dream. Then our mouth was filled with what? Laughter. And our tongue with what? Singing. Then they said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for us. When the Lord arranged your life, it will be like dream. You know, I like Pigeon Bible. Let me read it in Pigeon version. How many of you want to hear my Pigeon Bible again? I will read it from my Pigeon Bible. You can get the app. You can get the Pigeon Bible app. Put it on your phone. Sometimes, when you read some big, big grammar and you don't understand, just go to that app and it will interpret. I have it in my phone. Let me read it for you. Psalm 126, from verse 1 to 3. The Bible says, When God, <laughs> when God, Take we in people go back to Zion from bondage. When God carry with people, take whip in people, go back to Zion from bondage, from Babylon. It be like say we come the dream. <laughs> we begin laugh. Come they sing so they we dance for joy. Are you there? So, the other nations can't say, listen, listen to what the other nations say. The other nations can't say, the other God don't do good things for these people. <laughs> yes. God don't do better things for us. So, our joy come plenty. When the Lord returned us to our original position, when the Lord took us from bondage and brought us to Zion, it be like say with a dream. Are you understanding what I'm saying? The people were shocked. When God removed them from bondage, like we say nowadays, 
We never expected it. We never were. We never expected it. <laughs> they never expected it. They did not see it coming. When God arranged your life, it goes shock you. Hey, yeah. Oh, I'm praying for somebody here this morning. If your amen can roar like thunder, God will arrange your life. <laughs> Many people, you don't understand what I'm saying. It's like I'm the only one to understand. I say, God will arrange your life. When Jehovah Arak, the God of divine arrangement, step into your life, it will shock you. People will say, ah, ah, is it him? Is it her? Can it be? Because a divine arrangement has taken place. When Jehovah Allah takes over any situation, get ready for surprise. When he takes over situations, there will be pleasant surprises. You know why? Because you can never predict God. Nobody can predict God. Nobody can see God coming. You know? <laughs> when God is coming, nobody knows. When God steps into your matter, when he arranges your life, your mind will not be able to understand it. You yourself, they will ask you, how did it happen? And you will say, I don't know. Hello? You will say, I don't know. I don't, I don't even understand. Excuse me. Let me shock you. One day, I met a man that I knew many years ago in the area I grew up. That area I grew up was Fadei. Is somebody listening to me? I grew up in a place called Fadei in Lagos. That was where I grew up. That was where I spent many, many of my youthful years. I know a man in that place. He was a stark illiterate. As at the time I knew him, stark illiterate. Although he was still a young man at that time, stark illiterate. Even one correct grammar, he could not speak. One day, I saw him at the bank. I'm not joking, oh, this is true life story. I saw him in the bank. I will not call the name of the bank. Ah, I look at him again. This is the man who, my mind, they doubt me. Say, no, he can't be. This, the, this man that cannot speak grammar, that is always drunk. Anywhere they are having party is the one number one person to go there. He will drink all, he will drunk. They will use wheelbarrow to push him back to his house. Very useless entity. Naim, not be him. Naim, not be him. As I was still dilly in my heart, the man just came to me and he smiled. He said, ah, I shock. I say, now you? He said, yes, not me. How are you? Welcome. Okay, come to my office. See, I don't deceive you. Is the bank manager there? I shock. Come to my office. I sat down in his office. I said, bro, how you take Duan? He said, now God, do. Say many years after I encountered God, he called the name of the church. They came to do evangelism. And they evangelized. He gave his life to Christ. One of the people in that church sponsored him to school. 
Are you understanding what I'm saying? He went back to school. After going back to school, he now went to the university. He studied at that part-time school that is on Anto Anthony, around Anthony Pangrove. Is it Anthony Pangrove? I think I can't remember the school. I think it's last school or something. Yes, that was when he went to, went to the private um, uh, um, part-time part-time school, and he graduated. He said he has written I can I shock. He passed I can I shock. If you see the grammar where this man they blow, people they say yes, I yes, I that we are coming in his office. He has camera there, he's seen everything that is happening. I weak. Those of us that were boasting those days, yeah, we saw people where we they laugh from they kick him. Many of us cannot stand near him now. When God arranged your life, people will know you before, they're not gonna know you again. <laughs> When Jehovah Arak steps into the life of any man, steps into any country, steps into any situation, it changes permanently, totally, completely. I'm prophesying upon the life of somebody here this morning. This month of June, which is the month of divine arrangement, you will encounter Jehovah Arak. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. How many of you have read about Saul in the Bible? The man they call King Saul. You can go and read the story in 1 Samuel chapter 9. From verse 1 to 20 when you get home. Find time to read it. 1 Samuel chapter 9 from verse 1 to 20. Do you know what happened? Saul left his father's house. Are you listening to me? Before the day he left his father's house, he was an ordinary man. In fact, he was just a boy to his father. He left his father's house in the morning to look for a missing donkey. By the time he came back in the evening, he became two things. He became a prophet and a king. Hello? He left his father's house in the morning with the instruction of his father to go and look for a missing donkey. By the time he came back in the evening, his father was prostrating for him because he had become a prophet and a king at the same time. That is Jehovah Arak for you. Do you know that by this time tomorrow, the story of somebody here can change totally and completely. Oh, you don't know the God we are talking about. If we know the God we are talking about, your amen will be louder than that. I say by this time tomorrow, the situation of somebody can change completely. For good. By this time tomorrow. If anybody told Saul, the day before that day, that do you know by this time tomorrow you will become a king and a prophet? He will laugh. Ah, prophet! Me, wasting the shark. Me, wasting the enjoy my life. Me, where I don't even know whether I don't even understand what it happen. I'm just doing anyhow. Me, prophet. Me, king. But that is God for you. That is God for you. 
the day before the donkey got missing, God had already told Samuel the day before. He said, tomorrow by this time, I will send someone to you. Immediately the person enter, anoint him as king. I am prophesying upon the life of somebody here. The Lord will create a divine setup that will prosper you. That amen is weak. I said the Lord will create a divine setup that will prosper you in the name of Jesus Christ. Go to somewhere. By this time tomorrow, somebody will come looking for you. When he comes, anoint him because he's going to be the next king. Jehovah Arak, the arranger, has already arranged everything. But Saul did not know. <laughs> Saul thought it was a normal day. Just as many of you are thinking, today is a normal Sunday. It's like every other Sunday. Some people are not even in church today. You got, yeah, she be there, don't they? Not be today that they pray for us. It's to you, it's like a normal Sunday. But God had already arranged the day before, somewhere low, somebody is coming low. tomorrow by this time. He gave him time. Around four or five, Loma as he's coming, anoint him as the next king. Somebody say, yes, sir. Do you know what happened? When you get home, read that first Samuel I told you, 9, 1 to 20. The next day, donkey miss. So, Saul's father said, Saul! Only sir, Saul! Sir! You know, if it was this our generation, imagine if Saul was a child of this generation. You are going to look for donkey, our donkey don't miss. Oh, Baba, you do deal. This man has come again. This man will not allow somebody to rest. Eh? Which donkey again? There be donkey plenty here. Leave down I'm a loss now. Reluctantly, he set out. And the father said, you will not go alone. I will send you with a servant to assist you. Imagine again, if it was children of Nadi. I don't want servant. Which servant? Leave me alone. I know my son, that is what he will do. When servant is following me, leave me now. Let me go and do it by myself. I don't want anybody. <laughs> servant will follow you. So Saul left with the servant. And they began to look for the donkey. They searched everywhere. They trekked far and wide. They went from town to town, village to village. They did not find the donkey. And while they were searching for that donkey, something already happened at home. The father have seen the donkey. But they have already set out to go and start looking for the donkey. Sometimes, when you set out, and it seems as if those things you are doing is not bringing instant result, don't worry, it's divine arrangement. Hello? It's divine what? It looks as if you are wasting your time. Don't worry. God knows what he's doing. After searching, Saul now told, said, I'm going back home. I cannot come and kill myself. He said, servant, meet me. I'm going back home. The servant said, oh God, let's... Hey, 
Shut up. I say I'm going back home. Or do you want our find my father to start looking for us again? Now don't kill us. You want to make we lost with donkey? Let's go back home. And the servant said, please, sir. Uh, I agree with you, but before we go back home, there is a prophet. <laughs> there is a prophet somewhere. It's not too far from here. Let us just go and ask him whether he can put us in the road. He will show us where the light is. At this time, the servant made that suggestion. It was about the time God said that Saul was coming. No matter how it is that you are going through hard time, God has a set time. God is watching the time because he has made an arrangement. He has made a setup for you. He's watching the time. If he went before that time, Saul would not have anointed you because God has already given somewhere the time that Saul will come. Tell your neighbor your time is coming. Say it clear. Say your time is coming. He said, oh yeah. You will know the place where the prophet did. Oh yeah, take us. If not for that boy, Saul would have gone home. I am praying for somebody here. That helper, that counselor, that advisor, that man, that woman that will always put you in the right line, that will always put you in the right place, that will not mislead you, that will not bloat your ego. I decree you will find him in the name of Jesus. You will find her in the name of Jesus. Many of us, we like to be carried away by people that will bloat our ego, by people that will entertain us. By people that will deceive us. I remember many people were telling some people, say, This is their church. Now let them preach, preach, what, what, the man they talk. Miracles, those who go not happen. Make miracles, they happen. Sharp, sharp, make blind, they see, make lame, they walk. Okay, now. <laughs> uh, what did the Bible say? It says, You will know the truth. And what will happen to you? The truth will what? Will he say, and did he say anointing will set you free? Did he say man of God will make you whole? What will set you free? What will make you whole? Thank God Saul listened to the advice of that young man. By the time he entered Samuel's place, Samuel said, you are welcome. Kneel down. You are now the king of Israel. Ah, king of Israel. How? Kill a way? Kill a Jew. Sir, you are making a mistake. Oh, We did not come here for kingship matter. We came here because our donkey is missing. He said, which donkey? The donkey is already found. Saul told him. I mean, someone told him. The donkey is at home. It's already found. God just used that one to bring you here. Knee down! By the time Saul knelt down, he anointed him. You are now king in Israel. Everybody say, K-B-S-O including the servant. By the time Saul stood up and he was going home, the spirit of God came upon him and he found himself in the midst of the prophet and he began to prophesy. A prophesying king. Ah. 
As at yesterday, he was a nobody. As at yesterday, he was still a small boy living in his father's house. As at yesterday, he did not know that an arrangement was going on for him. I am praying for somebody here from the bottom of my heart. If your amen can roar like thunder, in this month of divine arrangement, the Lord will give an arrangement that will promote you. The Lord will set you up with an arrangement that will turn your life around for good. In the mighty name of Jesus. People that know you before, they will not know you again for good. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. They may be laughing at you now, don't worry. I'm sure people that saw Saul moving around, trekking, trekking, looking for donkey, they will say, okay, Saul, what are you looking for? He said, I defy donkey. <laughs> donkey. Find well, yo. Hmm. You know, people are expert at that. They will mock you. They will scorn you. They will laugh at you. Don't worry. God has created a divine arrangement, a setup in the right timing for you. They trekked for hours until they fell into God's divine arrangement. Many of you have been laboring for years. You have been praying for years. You will fall into God's divine arrangement. In the name of Jesus Christ. That hardship, that labor that seems to be profitless will fall into God's divine arrangement for you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Before we go and pray, I want to give you another example. That one is in the Old Testament. In the New Testament, John chapter 5 from verse 1 to 8. Please, when you get home, you can read it. You will see the story of the man by the pool of Bethsaida there. That man was there for how many years? 38 years. Do you know why he was there for 38 years? How many of you know? I will tell you why he was there for 38 years today. He was there for 38 years because, number one, he had no helper. Eh? He had no helper. Kulebi, Kulara, Kulore, Kulenion. No friend, no brother, no sister, nobody. He was all alone. All the others had people that we helped them into the water. He told Jesus, he said, before I make a move, somebody else has entered before me because they had helper. How many of you are like me? I have no helper. My only helper is God. <laughs> I have no helper. I have nobody. It's only God I have. 38 years, he was there. Another reason why he was there for 38 years, I will tell you, because his only focus was on the pool. Because he had no helper, there was no way he could even receive medical attention. There was no way somebody else can even examine his case. His only focus was what? The pool. He never expected healing to come from any other place. He never expected divine arrangement to come from any other source. His only hope, his only eyes, his only focus is where? The pool. The pool or nothing. That was his only focus. 
Many of you will ask me, how do you know, pastor, that that is the only focus of the man? Because when Jesus got to him and told him, will you like to be healed? Will you like to be made old? Do you know what he was thinking? He was thinking Jesus wanted to help him inside the pool. He said, eh, I would like to be healed, but before I enter this pool, others are entering before me. I don't know, sir, if you can wait with me so that when the thing moves, you can still push me inside first. You don't know who they talk to her. Hello. Many of us are focused on the wrong things. That is why we do not encounter divine arrangement. Because when divine arrangement comes, when it comes, you need to take advantage of it. But you cannot take advantage of divine arrangement when you are focused on something else. You are focused on what will not help you. Many of you, what you are focused on now cannot help you. You, in your own mind, you think that is the only way help can come from. Ah, tell me about Kurumbete. Ah, tell me about Kurumbete. Yeah, this is the only hope. This is the only hope. I remember those days, I used to hope in men until one man disgraced me and embarrassed me totally. The only insult he didn't give me was to call me a beggar. But every other adjective he used made me to realize that I'm nobody. He useless me. Well, it was that day I knew and I read again in the Bible, woe unto the one that put his trust in man. So far as flesh and blood is running through his vein, he can disappoint. He will fail. It is in the nature of man to fail. It is in the nature of man to disappoint. We are focusing on the wrong thing. That is why divine arrangement is not working. The arrangement has been made. Jesus said, will you be made or will you like to start? He said, the pool, the water, when they mix it, I don't know. Who they ask you for water? Who they ask you for pool? Will you be made whole? Because the over Arak is by your side. The arranger is by your side. The God of divine arrangement is by your side. Stop focusing on what is not necessary. Will thou be made whole? Hallelujah. Many of us are like that man. We are focused on what we think in our minds will help us. We have lost interest in God's arrangements. In fact, we do not even know when the arrangement takes place. There is a setup, but we don't enter into the setup because we are focused on something else. Thank God the man did not chase Jesus away. If it was in our generation and Jesus came saying, Would that be made? Oh, he said, hey, But I, when anyone come into the pool, he said, The person said, No, 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 forget the pool. With that, look, don't tell me to forget the pool. Which pool? Get out. If you not say enough, you help me come out for here. Many people now, so we they chase them away. Oh, our angels, we don't chase them because we are focusing on the wrong thing. You 
You know, the pastor's voice is always very soft. Many times when I call you, I will just say, how are you? Hello, please now, why don't you do? Say, I beg, sir, I beg, sir. Immediately drops I beg. That one, I don't talk, you talk, I beg. Make I go do my own. <laughs> Every time we walk away from divine arrangement because we are focusing on the wrong things. Now, nah, make I go sell my market this Sunday, I beg go. In fact, I'm owing somebody. I have to go and open my shop this Sunday. Pastor, call you for money. Hello? Please make sure you're in church today. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Which church? The one where they go is now go put money for. I bet me I go open my shop, Jerry. We focus on the wrong things. That is why we do not fit into God's divine arrangement. I am prophesying and praying for someone here today. If your amen can roar like Toda, your life from this morning will attract Jehovah Arak. It will step into your matter. In the name of Jesus. Listen to this very important fact before we pray. For everyone and everything God created, he has a divine arrangement for. Hello? Tell your neighbor, God have arrangement for you. He has everyone he created. The Bible reading we read today, many of you, you saw the video of the Bible reading. God told Jeremiah, from your mother's womb, I have what? Called you. There was an arrangement for Jeremiah from his mother's womb. You can find that in Jeremiah chapter 1, 4, and 5. Everyone he created arrangement day. Let me surprise you. If you read Galatians chapter 1, verse 15, do you know that God told Paul, he said, I have anointed you before you were born to preach to the Gentiles. How many of you have read it? Galatians chapter 1, verse 15. Galatians chapter 1, verse what? I have appointed you even before you were born to preach to the who? To the Gentiles. Now, if God has anointed Paul to preach to the Gentiles before he was born, why was he killing them? Why was he killing the Christians? Hello? Is somebody listening to me? God said, I have appointed you from inside your womb from before you were born. To minister to Gentiles, according to Galatians chapter 1, verse what? So, why? Verse 15. Why? 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 Why was Paul killing Christians? I will tell you why. Because, <coughs> excuse me, because the devil always endeavor to make sure that we do not fulfill God's arrangement. The devil always ensure. To make sure it derail us from God's arrangement. So even though Apostle Paul was anointed right from before he was born to preach to Gentiles, the devil made sure, say, he was killing the Jews and killing the Christians until God met him. The devil knows that when men derail from God's divine arrangement, we can never fulfill destiny. 
Immediately you derail from God's arrangement, you can't fulfill destiny. Imagine if Saul did not go to Samuel's place. If he did not obey that servant, if he did not listen to that servant and go to Samuel's place, what will happen to his destiny? Derailed. Imagine. Imagine. That is always the plan of the devil. The plan of the devil is to make sure you do not meet up with the arrangement of God. Is to make sure that it's caught to God's divine arrangement in your life. But because you are here today, if your amen can roar like thunder, Jehovah Arak will put your life back in track of his divine arrangement for your life in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. As he puts the life of Paul back in line, Somebody that they said from the womb we preach to we preach to Gentiles. Imagine he was killing Christians. The enemy derailed him. Every one of you here that has been derailed from the arrangement of God, I say God will put you back on track in the name of Jesus Christ. Anywhere Nigeria has been derailed as a result of our foolishness. You know, many of us in Nigeria, we are the cause of our problems. So, when it comes to the time to vote, they will give people five, five thousand naira, put it inside bread, and they will go and set their destiny away. And then the president will come in and start doing nonsense, and nobody will be able to do anything. Eh? Many of us were shouting, hey, Jonathan, oh, hey, na slow man, na slow poison, na this one, na that one. Okay, we don't see fast poison now. <laughs> eh? We are always complaining. I'm sure God must have been looking at us and say, look at Christians, so look at what Christians are saying. Okay, no problem. Then let me give you the one you want. Now, to use Twitter is a sin in Nigeria. They say if you use Twitter, they arrest you. Me, I'm waiting for arrest. They, let them come and arrest me. They will arrest plenty. Are you understanding what I'm saying? People just wake up and start talking nonsense. And this is a, a lawyer, a senior advocate of Nigeria, come out and say we arrest people for using Twitter. <laughs> oh. I don't want to talk about politics because God, God has warned me that this year is not the year of words but the word. So I want to be answering with the word. That's what I want to be doing. That's what I want to be doing. A divine arrangement will take place in your life. I want to stop here today. But by God's grace, from next week Sunday, I'm going to be telling you the five things you need to do. You need to take note of to fall into God's divine arrangement. Please don't miss any Sunday in this month of June. What did I say? Don't miss any Sunday in this month of June. You need to know those five things, those five factors that you need to follow to fall into God's divine.